Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. I hope you are doing well. We have some all-stars on the program today. We have Jason Krill, Naylor Taliferro, and Cody Owen all on the show. This might be uh, my first time having four guests where we film it. So we got the lights, camera, action, and this is going to be a lot of fun uh, chatting with some dear friends today who are very successful And I can't wait to hear what they have to share with us today. Want to let you guys know, if you are listening in real time, meaning the day the show comes out, you're listening, you still have a chance to attend the free virtual event happening on March 1st, 2023 by Jobber. It's called the Jobber Summit. And it's all going to be EMC'd by Roger Wakefield. They got uh, Alex Rodriguez going to be one of the speakers. Uh, Luke Hansen from Company Cam, the ladies from the Home Edit. I'm going to be speaking. Pretty pumped up for that. So uh, this is a free online virtual event. You do need to register, and that link to register is in today's show notes. But again, it's completely free, 100% for free. And the whole day, uh, there'll be sessions in the morning. There'll be sessions in the evening. It's all about personal development. How do you grow as a business leader? And you're going to get to hear a ton of different perspectives on that. So anyway, I hope you'll join us at the Jobber Summit. Without further ado, here's Naylor, Jason, and Cody. Welcome to Mississippi. We are are at the uh, Lawn and Landscape Society event here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And we have quite the uh, guests today. We have Cody Owen from Lightspeed Social Agency. We have Jason Krill from um, Sweet Home, Alabama, uh, lawn, Alabama Lawn Pros. Are we supposed to look at the camera? It's no. filming us? Yeah, it's filming us. But I don't need to look, look at, at each it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just, I'm not You're the YouTuber. I don't, Paul, I'm I don't pushing know. Three, I see a camera with a red light staring at me. I'm pushing 3,000 like subs, man. You got 100 and what? I don't know. It's not going so good. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, we, we'll talk about that. We got to bust you out of the slump. That ping pong slowed you down, huh? I did a ping pong video <laughs> yesterday. I, after 30 minutes, I had one view. I think it might have been my own view. I don't know. Oh, I was like, one view. I was, anyway, go ahead. But you got 120, 130,000 subs. 121, I think, at the moment. Okay. Well, did you get your play button? Your YouTube yeah. play button? Yeah, I got that. That's nice. cool. Yeah. Congratulations. You know, I got I got 177 as of this morning. 177? 177. Congratulations, man. <laughs> hey, I mean, just getting one sometimes is the hardest part, so you, you just start building off of that. Can I introduce you first? Yeah, go right ahead, it, man. Make it a proper uh, <laughs> Naylor Taliaferro, uh, our most guest. Uh, uh, you've been oh, on, most frequent guest. Most frequent guest, yeah. <laughs> a lot more eloquent speaker than me, but he... <laughs> has been on the show the most out of all the guests. And then he loved co-hosting with me so much. He started his own podcast, the LCR media podcast. There you go. So we are uh, glad to have you guys on the program. Glad, Jason. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. Jason, I want you to start with the big news, man. Uh, next February 23rd and 24th, you're uh, resurrecting the Lawn Care Life Conference. Yeah, huh? I am, Paul. Uh, and I've actually brought Paul in as a 
as a partner. Consultant. I, I don't really like partners, so I, it, you know, I'm so. But I was happy to have you in. I think you add a lot of value to it. But yeah, we got some epic guests, including rookie here is going to be. Um, one of the featured speakers, and of course, me and Paul will be involved. We got Alan Hain, Lawn Care, and we got this guy that, that I've known for a while, and you guys have met Jeremy Vest. He's kind of a social media whiz, so you know we got him him coming, and we're working on one or two others. So we'll see how it goes. Yes, nice. sir. And then Cody, you're going to help us market this. I I have sent Jason some ideas. Paul and I were in the the car the other day, and we we called Jason, threw him up on speaker to to tell him some quick thoughts. But yeah, I'm super excited. Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And did you get that website working yet, Jason? Or how are we well, how are you it, sitting? It works, but it's got. Like, <laughs> I went to it and nothing. It was dead dead end. I'm sure it works. It's just got probably my face on there and your face. Like I'm trying to get a little more. Let me. Let me. Oh, I got, know, I'm not connected to the a couple of faces on there, and so it looks like. I, <clears throat> I'm confident it's going to be great. I just want to make the web the actual page look great before well, I. And what's the URL? I don't know. <laughs> we, Cody, we need a lot of work. It'll be, it'll be, the link will be in the description for I, sure. I the think, episode I think description. It, uh, my website's Lawn Care Life, I, it, but it, I think you'll, there's no link to it right now. I don't when think. I went to lawncarelife.com and clicked on the, the, the event, it took me to a dead end. Okay, I think it's like Lawn Care Life forward slash conference. Okay. That, that's my guess, but I, I'd have to look at it. All right. But we're going to, ticket sales are going to go on sale. This is the big announcement. I mean, we're talking about a year away, Paul. Okay. So I'm, I'm in a <laughs> yeah, hurry, but, it's, but like, it's, it's going to be uh, sold out. I mean, we got we, wow. fire marshals only going to let 300 people there. Yeah. It'll, we, we can fit 300. I feel confident about that. And this, you know, uh, we're going to incentivize people to sign up a little early because I've done these before and it's, it's pretty frustrating when people literally call you the morning of, so I'm, I'm coming, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, so we got to get people to sign up a little bit earlier this year. And we're going to do a Friday, uh, Friday night um, and then all day Saturday? Yeah, that's the plan. Friday night, all day Saturday. So I've tried it different. I've tried two full days, one full day. So we're meeting in the middle this time. Friday night pre-party? Well, uh what, what do y'all think about live music? Like, I have a very talented music guy who plays in big venues and all that, but not like not like sitting there staring at him play the whole time. But like him playing in the background while people are eating, is that? I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm not a music person. I, I don't know, but um, what kind of music? Uh, he's one of them guys that just plays everything. I mean, he did like a Led Zeppelin thing. The other, I mean, but I don't. I, mean, I ain't into all that. Well, I'm just saying, whatever you stick in front of, he play anything. I mean, he's just he's super talented. Well, for my benefit, can we have it be Led Zeppelin covers the whole night? I want to watch Paul suffer. No, I, I don't. <laughs> I couldn't name one. But Led I, I think song. live music. Come on, food, yeah. live music. Yeah, make it a party. And, yeah. for, and for those who don't know, Jason's family uh, owns a wedding venue, so that's a facility with multiple venues on the big old campus, and we're going to have the like basically where people get married is the big room that we'll have, but it is limited to 300 uh, yeah. people so that Alabama fire marshal don't come and kick everyone out. That's right. Part so, of the challenge is make it look like we're not uh, having a wedding there. We're having a lawn care <laughs> event. So with all these drapes and stuff, all dainty looking. So yeah, it's we'll be- it's a beautiful facility. So I'm, I'm really honored that you asked me to help and, and I'm glad rookies coming to be one of our speakers. And of course we got the big fish, Alan Hain coming and uh, 
Jeremy, and, and uh, you invited the almonds too, didn't you? Yeah, I'm waiting to hear back from them. I feel I'm feeling strong about it. Yeah. We got Naylor's got some pull with them too. So, <laughs> well, I'm 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 happy to be a, a part of it. I, I like being a part of you know as many things as I can. I just love being a part of the community events, being a part of them, hosting them, all all the different variations of that. Like being at this Kohler event, you know, it's it's exciting to be able to reconnect with a lot of folks. Sometimes you see a lot of familiar faces. Sometimes you meet new ones. A lot of times you meet new ones. So it's. I think that's great why, you know, these, we keep doing these things because there's something powerful when we get together as an industry at live events, there's a different kind of energy there. And it's hard to explain. You have to actually be here to, 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 uh, uh, experience it really. Can, can you guys as lawn care business owners speak to the value of like coming out to an event like this? If you're a guy who's been working in the field for two or three years, you've never been to a conference and you kind of think like, you know, what, what could I possibly get out of that? What, what do you guys think? Well, I, I think everyone that's listening to this kind of stuff, you know, wh- whether you're watching YouTube videos or, you know, Instagram and or listening to podcasts, the next evolution of that is to go to a live event because everything that you're getting out of recorded content is going to be you know, amplified like 10 X in a, in a live situation, because now you can talk to sometimes the people that you're following, that you're, you know, consuming their content and, or meet new people. And you get to ask questions live in the moment. You get to talk shop and we're so like-minded in so many ways. It's, It's like a big family, you know, like, like if you, you know, if you have siblings or best friends that you enjoy talking to and hanging out with, that's pretty much what it's like when you come to these live events. And you learn life skills and as well as more business stuff. And it, it's just the next iteration of, of, of content. It's just live. And, you know, there's speakers at all these things usually and panelists and lots of Q and A's. And then there's all the in between all that, like behind the scenes stuff where people get to ask questions and talk and have dinner with folks, go maybe have a drink with folks. That's where you learn a lot of stuff that way. Those more intimate one-on-one or smaller group conversations. What about you, Jason? Well, I think <clears throat> I was sitting there thinking, like, I, I guess I've been doing lawn care for a while, so I'm not necessarily going to, to learn a new tip. Like, Mike Andy's is speaking now. I'm sure he's saying a lot of great things. But, like, for me, it's – and I don't even like psychology much. But as I've gotten older, I've kind of thought, you know what? I, I sort of do need a pep talk every once in a while. So it's more of the mm-hmm. – the motivational stuff than then like I learned a new tip that's just going to revolutionize everything. You might learn some of that, but um, you, you know you get a little burned out sometimes. You need somebody to prod you a little bit. So I think it helps in that way to me. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I, I, I come to every event that I possibly can. It's a uh, iron sharpens iron. So I really enjoy coming to these and. Out of all of them, I've told this publicly before, Kohler puts on the best one in in regards to, like, this venue is very, very nice. I felt like I was walking into, uh, like, a government building. It was, it's very nice. And I think it is, uh, I don't know, it's really nice. This building and dinner. They, they just had a ZZ Top concert uh, out back, outside the other uh, the other day, she was saying. So it's a really popular venue. Who's really that? Nice. ZZ Top. <laughs> Oh, no. Cody. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't listen to anything. I know who they are. <laughs> oh, man. No clue. Cody, please. They, they've got the long beards. They're, they're I'm musicians. from Houston, though. So, yeah. But it's like, it's classic rock. Yeah. I Other Cody, do you know ZZ Top? Nope. Oh, oh, off good. screen Cody does not know ZZ Top, yeah. but he's also younger than us. <laughs> 
They've been around forever. They're just, okay. they're really famous. Okay, I'm musicians. sending Paul a playlist after this. <laughs> we should do a React video. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my, my, my point was a super extremely famous, you know, long time. Extremely music group. famous. I yeah. have never heard of them. That doesn't mean anything, Paul. <laughs> oh man, let's not go down these rabbit holes. They 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 were here. So this is a really okay. premier location. Yeah, and yeah. so I've this the Kohler had this event like four years ago. I was here. And I was very impressed by the uh, Stephanie and the team comes down and, and, and Jamie, of course, and they just do an excellent job. The food last night was so delicious. Coach T, I ate way too much. I loaded <laughs> up that plate, man. I saw. <laughs> oh, I, I loaded it up. It was absolutely delicious. And we're going to have, you know, another good meal tonight. So hotel's nice. I, I, I love the Kohler event. So, yeah, it's still at that size where you can kind of know everyone mm-hmm. at the event versus like, you know, you go to equip and it's like, yeah, there's tens of thousands of people here. So you get that opportunity, like Naylor was saying, for the Q&A. You know, people are going to be able to go talk to all of the speakers. They're going to come talk to you guys. I had some people come up to me at the hotel and be like, hey, I recognize your voice (laughs) from the podcast. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So, you know, it's like that kind of event where it's still real small. You can know everyone. It's nice. Yeah, for sure. There's there's pros and cons to all of it. And I think they all have their place for sure. Well, Jason, let's let's just see if we can get you a little mastermind here. We we got... Uh, Cody's got YouTube history, Naylor, myself. You got the biggest following out of all of us, but we got to get you out of the slump. What, what's going on? I don't know. I think like I was talking about going to the events, <clears throat> sometimes you get, get a little burnout. You need need some motivation. So I think I'm experiencing a little bit of that. And then my – well, I mean, last year was my best year ever on YouTube. I've been doing it for 12 years. So it's not like it's terrible, but I compare where I'm at right now to where I was at last year. And you know, analytics are showing it's it's trending downward a little bit, which is not good. But I look at it as uh, I'm trying to do a lot of weed control videos because there's so many people doing the mowing and all that. So I'm like, let me do the weed control. Well, in January in Alabama and February, for the most part, it's just like, what? Do you, I mean, what are you going to do? There's hardly any weed. So anyway, so but it's just almost peak season for just weedy, weedy, nasty yards that look good on youtube but i don't want to just i don't want to just go out there and spray yard now look here they're dead i, I, I still want to maintain a, a technical aspect to it where i'm actually explaining how to do it you know so we'll see i, I just uh did my first yard like that yesterday now but the problem you know it's going to take two three weeks before i can go back and really see the results and stuff so i'm not i'm not too worried about it, to be honest but how the next few months goes will we'll tell a lot of how the year's going to go probably in, uh, in hoping to maybe capture some of that motivation that you're looking for there, can you, this is something I've been curious about for a long time. Why did you start on YouTube? Well, I originally started because uh, I had a friend who was a real estate agent and he told me he got so many leads for real estate through the internet. And he was just talking about SEO and all this. He's, he's like, do some videos, man, you know, because this was a while back. So they didn't have to be good. And so I kept with the non-good videos for a long time. And it's still still fine because, like, nobody, you know, I wasn't that many people doing videos. And as the competition increased, you know, my quality had to increase at least to some degree. But that's, that's originally what I did. I was just trying to help my own local lawn business get more view. I didn't even know there was a monetization button for years, you know, and I found that out and I turned it on, I got like $2 or something. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. But, but you, so you, you've definitely evolved through over that time. Right. And now, you know, you, you, uh, 
have had some help from other folks like Jeremy that, that, that has been, have been doing a lot of these kind of things and, and it's helped kind of propel you to another level, another phase. And you've been working your way over hundred thousand subscribers. I mean, that doesn't just happen by accident. I mean, there's, you've definitely put out a lot of videos. How many videos do, do you have? Do you, oh, can you guess? It's over a thousand. I know that, but, um, a lot of videos. you know, I'm not, I think is I think I got kind of grandfathered in. That helped me a lot. You know, starting today would it would be very challenging, honestly. But I'm not saying it can't be done. It's just yeah. you, you gotta. It's like you gotta share knowledge, but you you need the personality behind it and all that. And I, I mean, I have a a personality, but I'm not necessarily <laughs> like you know. what I'm saying some of these guys are so out there that yeah, it's just over the top. Yeah, yeah, attracts people. So I had to. I had to drink an imaginary Red Bull to get me amped up enough <laughs> to sound like I'm on, on video. Yeah. Well, you know, I think everyone definitely has their own niche, you know, their own, their own vibe. And, and you just have to kind of be true to that and, and figure out how you can, you know, navigate that, the whole, the whole scenario and how you can get as many viewers and, and that, that like that kind of content, you know, like you, you shouldn't really try to be someone that you're something that you're not or someone that you're not. And, to chase views or subscribers and all that like you really have to kind of hone in on yourself and 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 the more i think you do that anyone not just you specifically i think the better you'll be and and you know not everyone will be mr beast necessarily you know i mean everyone kind of has their own path and um I, I remember a long time ago some some really wise people said just just make the video about whatever it is you really want to make it about and the right people will somehow find it like the 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 google you know algorithms just find the right people i mean you remember paul we did the get to know the pro back in atlanta and and that following like that coming um gie people were coming up to you that you didn't even know existed and they're like hey i saw that that you get to know the pro episode that was really and you're like what in the heck it was just crazy it's like people that probably never even watch my videos or comment or whatever and somehow they were just drawn to that video your video you know we talked a lot about faith and and your story and and all of that and that connected with a lot of people and the get to that happened a lot with my get to know the pro series like it was just very unique to each person like i didn't have a general theme other than going to someone's you know location like their shop or their house their town and hanging out with them for a day or two and showing their business telling their story and those always connected with the right people you know someone i interviewed about depression someone i interviewed about um substance abuse and 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 alcoholism and they through recovery and lawn care saved their their life literally is what they said on on camera and like a whole bunch of people commented like i, I struggle with the same thing and this and that and it's like it's, it's very interesting, the phenomenon of if you make content that you feel good about, you you would enjoy watching it, you're passionate about whatever that message or story is, the right people will find it. It might not be a hundred and something million people will find it, but the right people will find it, you know, depending yeah. on who knows how many people. But I think you got to stay true to yourself. Yeah, I think I honestly got away from that for a little bit and that hurt me. But I think... Um, I, I like Paul talks about this to some degree, and I think we all do this to some degree, but Paul, I think you, you do a good job of like serving other people. You know, I'm not saying you don't have a, a plan and a strategy and you're trying to grow and all that, but, but when you, if you put the, the consumer first in a way, I, I do think it translates to genuineness to the, to the audience and it ultimately benefits everybody more. So anyway, just, yeah, I think I'm trying to, do more of that to put the consumer first and then be genuine to who I am. You know, even if that means it gets less, less views or whatever, I think that'll be something I'll enjoy doing more because, uh, you know, if you, 
if you do fakes, I'm not saying I've been fake, but if you get outside of what you're comfortable with, you, you're probably more likely to get burnt out and not enjoy it as much. So I think, yeah, I, I think that's how a lot of quote unquote YouTubers, you know, above and beyond just our lawn and landscape, you know, community, they get burned out because they're chasing the views constantly. And, and it becomes, it becomes very exhausting to constantly try to find the next big trendy thing or the next vlog, especially if you're doing it every day, like you get burned out because it's just like constant content and, you know, versus just kind of, obviously you don't want to put out stuff that you, you want people to view your stuff, of course, but you know, you have to kind of navigate both, you know, back to what I was saying, like, but, burnout definitely is people that are just chasing the wrong thing or trying to be something they're not or to, to your point you know jason and it just it really it, it, it can wear you down for sure I, i've been through that over time as well and take little breaks and stuff and go back into it and that's probably one of the many reasons why my channel is not at a hundred thousand subscribers but that was never my goal either you know i just wanted to be a part of the community and connect and create content because i enjoy creating content and i enjoy telling stories i enjoy sharing other people's stories you know, product reviews, like all that stuff is fun for me. Coming to events like this, that's all fun for me. So to me, YouTube is just another avenue to satisfy that creative need inside me and then also participate in the community and, and maybe even help it grow along the way. I was thinking too, when you, like on the podcast and stuff, you guys, if people, I heard one people on, maybe it's Paul's podcast, they're talking about they love when it's more of a natural conversation and they can tell y'all are having fun talking to each other kind of thing. Well, I think the same thing with, with YouTube. So I was, you know, tomorrow maybe we get to ride some equipment and trying to make it fun. We mm -hmm. might race lawnmowers or something, something mm -hmm. that's actually enjoyable instead of sitting there and talking about the tire pressure on the left. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, right. oh, man, nobody cares about that stuff. Yeah. You know, so we just, I think we just got to get back to like, hey, if we make it fun on YouTube on podcast, what then people enjoy that more. It was Mike Pletz who gave me that feedback. He's a podcast host of the How to Hardscape. And he's like, my favorite episodes as a listener is when I have Naylor or Jeremiah on because we just, it's natural. We don't, yeah. we don't, and, and we laugh and we yeah, just we go laugh. Off. It's just yeah. pretty much the same conversations we're having at breakfast, lunch, dinner, on the phone, in the hotel rooms. The bedtime stories. <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's clarify. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Recap it, recapping at, oh, that, at night, the end of the day. <laughs> oh, man. That's a much manlier way to phrase it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's an inside joke, but uh, <laughs> those are real off air. And then we just bring it on air. Cause after the first five minutes, you forget you have the headsets on and you're just yourself. And, and the listeners, they, they enjoy that. And then sometimes I'll interview like a company or something. And it's like, they'll send me a list of questions before, like ask these seven questions. And it's, it's so dry. Cause it's yeah. like, it, 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 it's too um, manufactured. And, and so I, as the host, I like to just, you know, kind of have no script and just chat. Those, yeah. those are the best ones. Yeah. If you guys say something, I mean, sometimes if it gets dry, you know, <laughs> dead, I, I kind of, pivoted a little bit but. yeah well i mean that's how that that happens no matter what you know especially the more we talk and sometimes we're like all right what do we talk about now you know but when we're at events like this there's usually conversation to be sparked up but yeah and sometimes like like you're saying it, it gets a little it gets a little disconnect mm -hmm. you know like with certain people or like if you're meeting them for the first well, time the, the other thing i think it is structure. jason when i interview people they try to impress me or like show off and like i know nailers <laughs> like right. life, you know, right. and I know your life and I've been to your house. I haven't been to your house yet, Cody, but I know Come you on guys. To Dallas. 
Yeah, so I, I actually may be coming out there. I'll keep you oh, posted. Oh, let me know, yeah. Um, I'm a shrewd negotiator. Uh, company Cam invited me to come speak at their event. Oh, cool. So I but, have a client that uses Company Cam. Yeah, so, but anyway... I, was, I don't have Mike McCallowitz rate, but I was like, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go have to pay me. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I feel like sometimes guests get on and they're like, oh, we did X million last year. And they try to like sound really yeah, smart. And like a competition. There's a that's disconnect. why I like inviting you because you know my junk. I know your junk. We're we're keeping we're, it real. Yeah, we don't yeah. Have, we're not trying to impress each other. Or the listeners. Right. We're just yeah, trying to exactly. share. We're just trying to share information. Have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I hear you. That was a good point, Jason. What what was it? That <laughs> <laughs> you you had mentioned uh, that you thought you had heard someone talk about they oh, like yeah. when I interview people that I know and the authenticity yeah. of those are much better content in the context of you you know, maybe getting away from that with with your YouTube channel and getting back to that real authentic serving the viewer and just being Jason Krill because you're an original and actually I was listening to a podcast about all the plagiarism that's happening online. There's a guy named Ryan Trahan who made a viral video. He's like, I'm going to go to the cheapest restaurant in my city. And he made a short of his experience and it went viral. Somebody took line by line, said the exact same thing. I'm going to go to the cheapest restaurant in my city. Like literally, if you look at the transcript of the two videos, he said the exact same thing made his own video and the second guy's video got more views than Ryan Trahan's. The Ryan Trahan has like two or three million subscribers, but a guy with 15 million caught like copied it, plagiarized it. And like they were saying, you were created to be an original. Don't die a copy. And like Ryan Trahan's video is real. Like his, his idea, he made it. And then the other guy copied it. And it's like, I think as content creators, we have to be original. Once we start, I think it's okay to, if you notice a, a trend in one way or the other, you know, to, to put your original, yeah. original spin on that. But right. once you try to copy, be a copycat, you've, you've lost God's originality of how he, he created you perfect, Jason. Like you got your unique, quirky personality and, and Cody and, and Naylor were all totally different. If I try to act like Cody, you it'd know, be a lot cooler. Yeah, I would, <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be me. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. I'm just teasing. I think Paul's cool. <laughs> now, Cody came and spent the night. We uh, did uh, our market, your business tr training course. And like, I learned it's all available about now. You. Yeah, available now. But I'm like, what are you doing, Cody? I'm ready to bed. He's like, I don't play video games, man. Like, I didn't even know you're a gamer. <laughs> he had like his whole system. I actually, I need to get one of y'all on. So I did a video for uh, Lightspeed Social Agency, uh, my YouTube channel, playing lawn mowing simulator. Um, and I want to get one of y'all on to like live react and critique me while I try to mow. Um, nice. it's, it's a very, very fun game. I can see how like you could get sucked into it. Just <laughs> it, there's something meditative about just back and forth mowing a lawn and, uh, you don't have to be outside. I don't have to sweat. It's great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's talk about a, a, a cheat code right there, man. Jeez. Like, Oh, I'm cutting the grass, but not really. I'm Nail virtually cutting the grass. Well, I Nailer's think that's first, so he's coming on. I think oh. that's why the tall grass videos are so popular on YouTube because these women are watching them and they're feeling, or anyone's watching, them, but they're feeling like they're accomplishing something by watching it. I was hanging out with the lawn care juggernaut, and he was explaining this stuff to me. Is is dude? Like, yeah, it's the same thing with those like rug cleaning videos on TikTok or like a, a time lapse of yeah. weeds dying. 
it's just like deeply satisfying to watch something happen quicker than it should. That that's something you need to. That's that's another great point there, Jason. You need to, you know, I think weeds is your thing, right? Yeah. Like, so you know, we've talked about that off air with Jeremy and everything, and. I think that's your niche that you have to really say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Have you heard about the new course Paul created? Hey, this is Cody with Lightspeed Social Agency. Paul and I collaborated to bring you the ultimate lawn care marketing course. It's finally available after months of work. We both put in all of our expertise when it comes to growing your lawn care business. We'll tell you how to spend your marketing dollars wisely, build powerhouse Facebook and Instagram campaigns, sell while you sleep with automation, and so much more. The ultimate lawn care marketing course is available now on greenindustrypodcast.com. Are you tired of struggling to explain price increases to your clients? Look no further. The Green Industry Podcast has got you covered with our price increase letter template. Simply download, customize, and effectively communicate your price adjustments with ease. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com today and take control of your pricing strategy. Lean into things got, about needs like a, a time a lapse. I'll be right back. <laughs> Oh, man. Did Paul just leave his own podcast? <laughs> yeah. It's got to take a little tinkle. Oh, man. A water break. Uh, but um, <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's intentionally awkward. I, yeah. think, I think he's intentional. And part of it is, you know, he, <clears throat> who he is, I guess. Yeah, right. For yeah. better or for worse. But like that, that, I don't know if you thought about that, like having time lapse of weeds dying or yeah. something. That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty fun and, and epic. Yeah. You know, like that could be like a short, like. So I've really started to incorporate a lot of these different mentalities of, of uh, you know, like we, we, a lot of people have been talking about Mr. Beast a lot lately because he's just really blowing up and he's just doing a lot of great things in a lot of ways. And just all, if you just think about from a YouTube perspective, he's just, he's really, he's, he's honed it in, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously he's the number one YouTuber literally right now. He's got the most raised, subscribers. Raised by the algorithm. Yeah, like. seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know, like from, from doing nonsense, just throwing stuff up against the wall, you know, to see what works to now becoming literally a master in the trade. So there's a lot of inspiration that, and things that you can learn and pick up from listening to him talk on podcasts, different interviews, studying his videos, all of his recent videos, things like that. But looking at his shorts, like just seeing how he addresses every single thing, his Instagram reels, like, you know, he just how he wraps his mind around everything really helped me start to figure out how I can kind of incorporate some of those mindsets for my own personality and my own content. And there's different mentalities for long form versus short vertical form, things like that. So like time lapses of like weeds dying would be a great YouTube Mm -hmm. short and Instagram reel because it's, you know, 60 seconds or less or 30 seconds or less, probably just, you know, he just starts off this nasty pile of weeds and just all wilts down and then just looks amazing, you know, or you come through and you, you whack a big pile of weeds, you know, you can make all kinds of funny jokes. Like, you know, this is how I kill weeds. Yeah. And it's just gone like yeah. 15 seconds. Bam. That, you know, you'll get thousands of thousands of views that way. I feel like. So if you lean into that kind of stuff and then you can have also more educational, like I was hoping that maybe we could find some sort of pile of weeds somewhere down here in, in, uh, in, in, uh, Mississippi and, and maybe just like stop and shoot some quick content. Obviously we're not going to be 
trimming it or cutting it, but we could just like get into it and be like, you know, there's probably 50 different types of weeds here, yeah. Jason. What what would well, you do with yeah. this? You I know, they, they spent on this venue. They spent all their money on the building and not on their landscaping because the, the, the venue outside is, is a great venue. I'm not saying, but they don't the landscaping. Uh, yeah, yeah, they don't uh, do a lot on their weeds. I would say. Yeah, a lot of these conferences. That's funny. They probably don't realize when they have a lawn care landscaping yeah, conference right. that there's going to be a lot of critiquing yeah. as we're walking through the door. Like, what's up with this and that? And that, oh, someone didn't think this through and all that, but but that that would just be some fun content, you know, time lapses, yeah. talking about you know just real quick, short to the point, and then you know long format too. But things like you know these situations, these conferences, it's probably a lot easier to get short content, yeah. short vertical content is like the new lingo, and and that and that is the new trend. So it's perfect, you know, timing because a lot of times it's very cumbersome to try and put together long form videos in these environments. Cause it's like, it goes back to your tire pressure thing. It's like, who's going to want to watch a video about someone speaking about this or that. It's like, so you can try and like make it flashy and clips and B roll and music and try and spice it up. But it's like, ultimately what message am I even trying to send in this video? And it's almost harder to get that creative in a longer format video, whether it's five minutes or 15 minutes, it's still not 30 seconds, like 30 seconds or less. You can really just kind of capture someone's attention. Like what the heck was that? And then they'd watch it again. Then you get over hundred percent, you know, views, you know, Jeremy tells us about that or watch time. And that's, what's going to keep spiking the algorithm and keep pumping the shorts out. So, you know, we're giving some, some real inside baseball here on this podcast, giving some tips for people that want to do that stuff. But I think there's a lot of opportunity, you know, just what, Cody said about the weeds got me really yeah. uh, reminded me of that. I, I want to talk to you about that, Jason, too, because I, I think there's a lot of opportunity and that might help get you kind of more excited about it, too. Like yeah. making just, you know, 30 second, 60 to 30 second um, clips, you know, that that kind of just makes it more fun and, 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 uh, and energetic than trying to like piece together a video that maybe makes sense to you and, you know, gets views. So that might help kind of get you get you going again. So I had a, a thought. Um, for you guys, but I don't podcast, so I don't I don't know how the statistics or downloads and all that work. But I was just curious as we talk about this. Do you think, which I don't care, but do you think that the people are interested in like how you guys make content and things like that, or are they or would you get more views if we talked about lawn care and equipment and stuff? You mean on the podcast? Yeah, I'm saying like, is this yeah. podcast going to do terrible because we're talking about YouTube stuff? And would it be better if we were? <laughs> I, it doesn't matter to me. It's Paul. You know, Paul's right. Podcast. Right. He he started the conversation. Yeah. So the <laughs> analytics on podcasts are way different than YouTube. Mm. Like retention, they're just starting to be able to track retention for okay. listens because when the way an RSS feed works, you pull, this is going to be real exciting for me. <laughs> the way an RSS feed works is that there's like a list of files basically. And so most podcast apps just automatically grab your subscriptions yeah. and download the whole file. And so then if that app does not report back, hey, they listen to 80%, they listen to 1%, the download counts. Okay. And so back in the day, you would have people like getting uncapped CPM uh, deals from uh, sponsors and you could like really goose it by just releasing a random episode and everybody yeah. automatically downloads it and yeah. you get paid based on that. Wow. Uh, because there just was no, you know, YouTube built out mm. really, really good analytics and podcasts are playing catch up. Yeah. Despite existing a lot longer. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I, I think to your point, Jason, I think it's more of just like a mix, you know, I mean, Paul's got a huge audience for one thing. So, but I think there's a mix of people that, that, 
want to listen to that and then maybe just looking more for the business stuff. But I feel like when everything I say, I try to make it so that it's relevant to anyone and everyone for their business, their life, or if they're curious about, you know, podcasting or YouTube, maybe they want to get into it or they're just curious. I mean, sometimes people just ask us how we have time for this because they want to figure out how to, they have a hard time managing their life and their business. And then we add a third thing of social media. And so sometimes us explaining those things, even though it seems like YouTube talk, you know, might help them figure some things out like, well, this is how I strategize or prioritize my day or my week, or I block off this or that, or those things can help people with all types of stuff. So and there's like a, a bare minimum amount of content creation that you have to do. If you're going to own a local service business, right. you have to hire someone to do it or you're going to do it yourself. Like it, I think it's helpful to know like what direction you yeah. should go. Yeah, for, for sure. So it, it's kind of a, a little mix. If we get too far in the weeds with it, I'm sure some people might be like, what in the world? Like, I don't care about all yeah. this YouTube oh, the, the algorithm The last remaining stuff. five people left when I said, how an RSS feed works. Yeah, <laughs> right. I've seen those letters. I don't know what they mean, but I, 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 I do not remember. How you doing, Paul? You feeling better? A lot better. <laughs> okay. All right. So take it from here. Yeah. Well, we're in real time. We're getting ready for the spring rush. I know that has a different meaning for each of you. Uh, Cody as a marketer, you know, Jason as the, was it called Poano? No. Poana? Poana. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Well, we we just say poa because it poa. is hard to say. But there's a, there's poa trivialis and poa annual. We, you know, I don't. We don't have poa, do you spell poa the, triv in our area. How do you we spell have poa, poa? It's two words: p o a and then a n n u a. Poa annua. Poa annua. But you say poa because yeah. But that's the weed in Atlanta that the grass is still dormant, and that weed goes crazy and it looks horrible. Yeah, in Atlanta. you see somebody in Atlanta now that has a green lawn. It's probably because they got a lawn full of poa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then for rookies out there flinging mulch, cutting grass, and uh, so anyway, spring rush. How do you, you guys got several of these under your belt? It's the greatest time of the year for making money, earning money. Um, what, what's your what have you learned over the years to make the most of this and to maintain your marriage and things of that nature in the spring rush and family, kids? You want me to answer? Oh, I want all of you. Oh, to answer. Okay, all right, I'll answer because I uh, well. This may sound uh, counterproductive, I don't know, but um, I, I, I have like purposely downsized my business over the past few years. So I'm basically 50% with my local business, 50%, you know, social media and that sort of thing. I am trying to continue to grow my business, but like in a very small targeted way. I've used this example with Paul before, like with Alabama football, they're not trying to revamp the whole roster. Okay. We're like one player away from beating Georgia, you know? So it's like, we just need a couple more pieces here. Not, not like I'm going to just triple my business this year. So I'm just adding a few pieces in neighborhoods I'm already established in and to slightly increase my profitability without, uh, of course that's me being a solo uh, person, not trying to grow huge or anything. Um, on the social media, you know, I, I had to, balance the time there but honestly lately i've been thinking like okay this goes back to what i was talking about with, with youtube me, me and my son have a ping pong channel i got one view yesterday but part of the problem is we got one view is because we hadn't been playing ping pong for the last two months you know and i, I this is so embarrassing but paul beat me in ping pong in one game i think it was so bad but Be- beating was an understatement i i, I crushed you I, I think i gave you a point at the end the sympathy <laughs> It was about to be 11-0. No, Paul, I don't think that was true. But anyway. Uh, It's my 
our handle, my racket. This isn't, well, this isn't we, the handle I'm used to. That was his excuse. We probably have racket. 12 paddles now, Paul. We got we got six new paddles for Christmas. So apparently new the net. reason I blew him out is because his paddle, his uh, handle of his paddle was You're showing that you don't know hand. anything about ping pong because you think, <laughs> I the, you you think the paddle doesn't matter. The paddle makes all the difference. I uh, came in off the spin. What do you, <laughs> I came in out of the lane and just grabbed the random paddle and beat you. And you're <laughs> sitting there complaining one. about of you course. need a paddle. Uh, an average player doesn't matter what paddle you use. <laughs> An advanced level player needs their own oh, paddle. That is man. an excuse of why wow. he didn't have the right paddle. I'm just, really, I'm just saying. I think I probably went into had to get some evaluation. The trauma of that was <laughs> his, his poor son's up there watching his dad get his rear end whooped oh, in ping pong. I'm going to bring up the par three driving range. Oh. And Paul accused me of cheating because of my golf. Paul's like, I, you know, big golfer. And we got there and hit golf. I, think, I was like, well, I beat him pretty bad. You know, and he, he, ste- he accused me of stepping it off wrong. That I, but he yeah, didn't like, use a tape measure. He's using his foot. And he's like, look, I beat you. And I'm yeah. like. And my foot's the same like size, my- Paul. I didn't change uh, What's your angle. You, we need a tape measure. The angle. <laughs> the two of you, you're exactly the same. You know, over here with your excuses. Well, the, it's the, the wrong angle. Oh. Oh, I'm just mad, mad that uh, I, I don't know. What, what, the the, pl- the, mm-hmm. the uh the field is about to be the playing field is about to be leveled because uh, I guess there's a basketball hoop somewhere and uh, and Jeremiah and Paul are about to get after it because okay. I guess Jeremiah brought a basketball. And yeah, I guess Jason I, I can, can get on that basketball. too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, can play I saw basketball. you dropping buckets on some uh, some Instagram reels. Take, take 25. We got, we got, you didn't see the uh, 24 video. Of course not. Of course not. Uh, Paul had some audio clip about Kobe Bryant or something hitting a shot or on our yeah. test or so. I don't know. And he wanted me to line up my shot with his audio clip and so that was what that was all about <laughs> but i'm just sad that i've only beat paul in 50 percent of our competitions when it should have been an easy 100 percent. but this year i want to do weed eater races okay or, or oh, whatever i mean something that yeah something fun just spice it up yeah yeah i mean so we'll see but i, I was saying so yesterday like I, I could do you could do I could do lawn care all the time. I go work three hundred sixty five days a year. I mean, in, even in Alabama, the week of drawing fertilization, is, people are like, "So uh, you quit in October and start making money?" Like, no, it's year round. Like these big companies, they never stop. Um, so I mean, I could work every day if I wanted to and get more customers. Um, so, but I'm saying for me, I thought I hadn't played my YouTube channel for ping pong. We didn't posted a video in two months, so I post a video. I slammed it on my son, which it, people people always owe me about that. I'm like, he's actually pretty good. I mean, like he's gotten pretty good. So I'm like, anyway, I, I tell him when they leave that as a comment. I, say, I slam it on you too, you know. If you, <laughs> come on over. So part being, uh, I, I was, I've got to make my children and family a priority and try to keep that because I think sometimes if you've got the entrepreneurial spirit, which I'm assuming we all have. It's not normal for people in society to have that. We're definitely in the minority as far as that goes. So most people work their, their normal hours and they go home. And all that. so when you're like, oh, I can make another video or I could, um, you know, try to do some more of this or whatever. And it all pays money. And, and you can pretty much justify like, well, I'm working. You know, I'm trying to make more money for our family. You know what? So but the trap, my family, the, I never <clears throat> interact. Yeah. With. The trap for me is like, yeah, well, you, you mean, they don't just need a, a money. They need a, a dad, you know, kind of thing. So I'm really <clears throat> having to work on that. Not that not that I neglect them. Um, but even when I'm home, you know, maybe I can just just take time out of the day that's set aside just like I wouldn't like miss work I'm like oh, I'm not going to do my work of course I'm going to do my work but I need to make sure I'm 
taking the other stuff as as much of a priority as that you know so that's that's honestly my my big goal because financially things are going well better than probably ever you know i'm not rich or anything but i mean i'm um but you can always justify well i'll work a little bit more and make a little bit more money kind of thing and i'm like well I don't know if that, honestly, if, I honestly thought about it. I don't do like quotes and stuff. And I know I'm taking a long answer, but I, I thought about putting some quotes up in my workshop and one of them being, it's just it's something I thought of yesterday, but like uh, making money is not the most important thing to do today. You know, now it's, it's important, but I'm saying like, I've got that in me already. I'm very driven. And so I, I almost need to be reminded of the other side of that. So how, how do you find that contentment? Because we as entrepreneurs and everyone listening and watching is probably an entrepreneur and you can always do that next thing to, you know, grow or start something. So how do you know when to go, you know, hang out with your children or wife or, or be content and not to, to, to dial that back a little bit? You know, I, I hate, I hate the eight to five kind of lifestyle. I just, I just really, I remember in, high school thinking does everybody have to work eight to five and, and make a, just enough money to pay their bills because that seemed like what everybody does like they work 40 hours a week and how much if they make a lot they spend it off they make a little they spend it all you know i was like there's got to be a better way i mean come on so i was like what if i can get more done in 20 hours and you can't afford so i mean I, I think i really have to like structure it um in a sense of and and what's good about that if if i say hey I, i've got what's it's like uh What's that guy? I forget the name. Is it Parkinson's Law or something like that? But basically, like oh, Pareto. Well, it's let me tell you, and you right. tell me if I'm right or not. But it's one of these. Because uh, you may be right. I don't know. It's like if I had six hours to get a task done, I would take all six mm, hours. Yeah. If I had You'd eight wait hours, the last minute to get it all done. If yeah. I had eight yeah. hours to do it, I would. I would take all eight. And I find that so right. true. Even in me, I try to fight against it. But I'm like, you know what? I, I pretty much know my yards, and if I've got 20 yards to spray today. I'm like, kids don't have gymnastics or soccer, right? So I'm kind of, you know, taking my time and I'll finish it. Yeah, but if I got to be somewhere at (laughs) three o'clock, I'm probably, you know, I'll get them, they'll be done by three. I mean, I'm hustling and moving or it's about to rain or something. So I I have to, so what I'm saying is, I think if I said, hey, I'm doing yards today from, you know, 8.30 to to three, I, I think I would get plenty of yards done to finish my route or anything. I mean, it wouldn't even be a concern. But if I don't kind of set a, and I, again, I hate schedules, but then if I said from three to four, I'm definitely, I'm spending time with my family. And that may look like, you know, I got four kids. So I mean, it may be like once a week, you know, one day a week, I'm, I'm going to spend an hour of dedicated time with, the, you know, I'm not spending an hour a day with each of them. That just, that is a lot, but I'm going to, make a priority to at least once a week have dedicated time with each one you know that's what i'm trying to do well guys this has been so much fun we're going to bring cody and naylor and jason back for part two all of this is being video recorded so if you want to uh, see this interview check out the green industry podcast youtube channel and uh, we'll be putting some of the highlights from this uh, epic time on instagram reels uh, TikTok, things of that nature. Uh, you can follow me over there. It's Green Industry Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And it's at Paul Jameson on the Tickety Talk. 
And uh, so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to call it a day with this episode, but we're going to continue our conversation on the next episode. So hopefully you are subscribed in the podcast land and uh, have the notifications on. So when part two of this fun conversation drops, uh, you can listen to it. So I just want to say thank you again to Cody and Naylor and Jason for hanging out with me today. And uh, we'll hope you will uh, be following along on the YouTube as we're trying to roll out this fun audio content in video format as well. So uh, please be sure to smash the subscribe button over there on the YouTube and uh, check out the video content from today's show. And thanks again to Jamie and Kohler Engines for giving us the time and the space to create this episode. It's a lot of fun and can't wait for part two. Thanks for listening. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.